God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. Once again, I, I honor my mommy. I celebrate mommy. The vice president of this great ministry. Hallelujah. It's a privilege. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, amen. Luke chapter 14. Luke 14. And uh, the verse number 28. Well, let's take it from the verse 27. sure perhaps you want to understand the entire story. So let's take 25. 25 to verse 33. Now great multitudes went with him and he turned and said to them. Let the keyboard play, sir. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the costs whether he has enough to finish it? Lest after he has laid the foundation is not able to finish and all who see it begin to mock him. Saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. But you will finish. You will finish. You will finish. You will finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Amen? Or else, while the other while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. Amen. Now, Proverbs 16 verse 1. Proverbs 16, verse 1. Proverbs 16, verse 1. The preparations of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. This one I'm just going to share with you very briefly. We've had 14 days of fasting and the focus of the fasting was to prepare ourselves for what God has prepared in the year 2020. Now you need to remember and understand that God has great plans for you and I. Does that make you happy? Jeremiah 29, 11. Let's go and read it. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, 
says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. So God thinks about you. God thinks about me. God has plans for you. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5 he says, he said that I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I knew you. I knew you. Let's read it and see. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. So before even Jeremiah was formed and was just blood in the mother's womb, God said, I knew you. Now, knew there is not just having an information that he was in the womb, but the fact that God had a whole documentation of his agenda for him even before he was formed God has a plan and God is always up to something hallelujah the fact that God has a plan does not mean that God's plan for you just comes to pass whether you like it or not Amos chapter 3 verse 3 tells us that except to be agreed they can't work together you can't work together if there's no agreement. There must always be a partnership between God and man for anything that God must do for man in where man dwells. There must always be a partnership between divinity and humanity in anything that God must cause happen in where humanity dwells. I'm talking about earth. God will never do anything in the earth dimension without a human complement. If God does that, he has lost his place as a God of integrity. And you know that when we say God is faithful, it means God has inte- his integrity. In other words, his word and his works are not different. What he says and what he does are the same. What he says are principles. And he ensures that he even abides by his own principles. <laughs> Hallelujah. And God has given the earth to man. So there's nothing that God will do on earth without a human component. <laughs> Even you're born again. Somebody somewhere has been praying for your salvation. God will never do anything on the earth without a man. And so what God will do in your life, he needs your agreement. Without your agreement, it can be established. And how do you show your agreement to God in what God wants to do? It's called preparation. Preparation. In our regular lives, we prepare for everything. But one thing we don't prepare for is the outcomes of our lives. We prepare for wedding days. The women do it much more than the men. The men is to get the money. The woman's only to make sure you make sure the money is well used. We prepare everything. I don't intend to take much time to talk today. Else I would have gone into P-R-E-P-A-R-A-T-I-O-N and give you word for each of the letters on preparation. But in preparation is planning, of course. All right? But prepare for everything. How beautiful that day will look depends on the preparation that took place. Prepare for the wig, everything. Even what that guest will drink, we prepare for everything. When things don't go well, it means preparation didn't go well. 
The outcome is because of what went into it. Preparation greatly influences results, whether you like it or not. Preparation greatly influences results. If you don't like the results, it means the preparation, you must change it. I always say concern our national team. People are preparing for international tournament, two years plan, three years plan, five years plan, some crowd, ten years plan. There are nations that have planned when they will win the World Cup. So they start ten years before the time they are planning. They are training them when they are very young. Give them all that there is to make them successful. So by the time they win the cup, it's not a surprise to them. But it's a surprise to all of us. When did they start? Not now. You are looking at their past records. Ah, India. India doesn't play football. India. How many of you heard that story some years ago? They said that Indians played with Ghana. And we had this player, when he, when he was going to play the penalty, the, the ball turned into Dasein. You know Dasein? Then, oh, when we were young, we were told that story. They said, and then the player said, he said, I will do this for my nation, no matter what happens to me. You know, and the guy kicked the Dasein. Kicked the Dasein, knowing it was still ball, but it was Dasein in his eyes. Then he scored, that's how Ghana won the match. Can you imagine that? <laughs> so, funny, for some reasons, when I think of India and football, I'm like, this guy jokes. But let me tell you something. They can be jokes because of what we know about them. But there's something that might be doing the secret that we don't know. Because preparation is not done in the public. It's done in the secret. Before every publication, preparation has taken the lead. We prepare for everything. But one thing we don't prepare for is the outcomes of our lives. We think life should just happen. We think that what God has said should just happen. He said it now. He should do it. Should come and do it. That's called irresponsibility. Oh, God told me that he, I mean, in the year 2019 by August I'll be married. No preparation goes into it. And August comes to pass. And you think the prophet was a liar. And you think God too is lying. Because no age mate. He doesn't lie. God can't lie. He, he can't lie. There's no lie in him. So if it didn't come to pass, there's something I didn't do. Tell your neighbor, preparation. Touch him. Say preparation. 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 Oh, you didn't touch it. I said touch it. I said preparation. The results of today may not be different for results of tomorrow. Perhaps even yesterday's results was better than today. If you look at it carefully, your preparation was not correct. Black stars want to win African Cup. One month training with jokes and jama. One month. They want to have a certain blend and cohesion in one month. One month. And when they now go, so we did our best. Which best did you do? Preparation. I told him my, my story about Tola, you know. You might be worried about Tola, you know. Tola, you know story. Oh, you don't remember. We went to the university, Tola, you know, from level 100. Day one, we entered school. Day one, they've not started lecturing. Day one, Tola, you know, is holding books. Plenty books. You won't greet anybody. Go to the college. Be reading. They've not taught us yet, though. The guy is reading. See how we insulted him in our hearts. See this guy, foolish guy. We just come. We are, we are doing two, no. Over Sabi. Tola, you know, was reading. We were mocking him. 
Tulai, you know, Tulai, you know, reading economics. Tulai, you know, before you know, you could learn at register for ACC at level 100. Tulai, you know, you're not serious, you're not sure. We didn't know. Final year. Final year. He didn't have girlfriend. It was when we were about leaving school. He came for advice for girlfriend. Came to us to have revelation for girlfriend. On the day of graduation, overall best student, Tola, you know, yeah. Overall best economic student, Tola, you know, yeah. Overall best male student, business, yeah. Receiving the awards, Tola, you know, receiving all the awards. KPMG was there. As I'm talking to you right now, Tola, you know, is chartered ACCA. His wife, Imai, is also chartered. They are both senior men at a top auditing company, world-class auditing company. They came to Ghana recently. They were calling me. Like, How are you, sir? I said, we are fine. Bad man. He and the wife are both chatted. Tolua, you know, when we finished, the artists were looking for national service in places. He was at the corporate level. Tolua, you know. Preparation does not look palatable. In fact, you are mocked at preparation. But if you know the value of preparation, when you are mocked, you will add it as an ingredient of encouragement. Because you, by reason of what you see ahead of you. Now, why should I prepare? You see, you do not prepare because perhaps you are not seeing the end. When you can see the value of the end, no preparation is too difficult. Remember, I started by saying to our people of God, God has a plan for all of us. And he says the plan is very good. It's glorious. It's beautiful. It's powerful. The reason some of us might not prepare for it because we can't, we don't believe what he's saying. One sign that you believe God's word is your preparation. The depth and the rigor of your preparation reflects your faith and trust in God's word. Are, are you with me? How many of you have been in an exam hall and then all of a sudden you started chewing gum, but it was not gum, it was your pen? There's this sweat that comes, I don't know where it comes from, it's like the days of Noah. It's like the ground has been open, water has come from. There's, the weather is cold, but you are sweating. That is the sign of unpreparedness. Those that prepare, they don't know what is called exam is difficult. Difficult exam is for unprepared students. Because the same exam that he said is difficult. Somebody had an A. The person's only problem is that he wanted to have 100%. He had 99. You know, most times when you fail exam, you're looking for a company of failures. How, how much did you get? It's 50. How much did you get? You see, this lecturer is wicked. You've asked about four people out of 100 students and they all said they all have 50. Don't conclude yet. Go to the next, the sixth person. 70. Seventh person, 80. Nine, eighth person, 90. By the time you ask about 10 more people, they all had 90, 98, 95. The same wedding. Don't stay in the midst of mediocres and think that life is difficult.
Preparation. Some years ago, I looked at the word preparation, and of course, preparation comes from prepare. And when you look at prepare, pre is a prefix. Pair. To pair means to peel off. Preparation is what you do that gives you the effort to pair. There is no weight that is difficult to lift to a man that has prepared to have the capacity that is more than that weight. People, God has a big plan for us. Prophecies unveil to us what God accepts of what God has prepared. Your ability to prepare or decision to prepare shows your faith that what God has said is true and to come to pass. Which of you is going to build will not first count the cost. It's part of preparation. Planning. Do you prepare your spirit? Yes. You must prepare your soul. You must prepare your body. But I've realized in my little study, mommy, preparation is much more of the soul than the spirit. Because your greatest hindrances is the soul realm, not the spirit. Nothing wrong with the spirit because you're born again. You can't advance your spirit. Your spirit is eternal. Your spirit doesn't grow. But hear this. What I'm going to say, write it down, go and pray about it. If it's not correct, delete it. Do we really grow spiritually? If the spirit doesn't grow, doesn't get old, doesn't get new. The spirit is the spirit. Do we grow spiritually? What happens is this. You kill your soul daily. So your spirit man comes alive. The more your mind is aligned to God's way of thinking. The potentials that God has placed in the real you, the spirit man that is born again in Christ Jesus, begins to show forth. Why do we lay hands on the sick and we don't see anything? Your mind told you that, but nothing has happened. You can't, this thing can't happen. This guy is dead. Just forget praying. It's your mind telling you. Your spirit hasn't said anything. But when you sit with the word of God, through prayer, your, your mind is subjected to the will of God. And so your mind just agrees with what is the truth. And pa, it happens. You must prepare your soul. Forget the past that didn't go on well. Prepare your soul. Let your soul be engulfed with what God said is going to do. People of God prepare. Let's what? Even Jesus Christ prepared. 100% God, 100% man. He had to wait for 40 days fasting. He prepared. In the Old Testament, anytime God was going to visit his people, them to prepare. Go and wash your things. Sanctify yourself because God's about to visit you. Preparation. I don't know about you, but everything that God has said in, is going to happen in 2020, I want to walk in all of them. What shows that I'm ready for that? I must prepare. When I was told to fast, did I fast? Deba Hakashaya. John 2. Wine is finished. There must be wine. 
Jesus goes to this. Um, Mama, Mama, Mama Mary goes to son Jesus. She says, son, help out. And then she realized that what is about to happen is she must prepare the servants. This is the preparation. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That was the preparation. And so when he came, now imagine if she had not prepared the servants. They will not fill the water pot. They will not be wine. Christ will walk away. Anywhere Christ went to, they didn't take him seriously. He walked away. What shows an unserious believer? A believer who has doubt. Christ just walked away. He went to his hometown, didn't do many miracles because they're not serious. So he walked away. He just touched a few headaches, malaria, um, diarrhea. Um, yeah, those small, small things just did that and just left because they're not serious. But places he went to that they were serious, they were, they, were, they were hungry. That's preparation. They had an encounter. So the, the, the mother said, whatever my son tells you to do, do it. That was a preparation. Instruction in preparation. When they heeded to it, everybody enjoyed. The obedience of this, we don't even know how many they were. The obedience of these servants, their name, their name was not mentioned. Their number was not known. Became the reason the party was a glad one. And became the reason why we can share that story now. And have revelation in it. One obedience. Look at the impact. You see, the results of obedience to God's word is like the palm tree. Everything about the palm tree is beneficial. Tell you as a neighbor, prepare. If you are not ready to prepare, you're not ready for what God is about to do. Prepare. He said, you first count the cost and see what I'm about to start with. Is it enough to finish the building? If he cannot finish it, let me get some more money and add to it. So which of you, a king is going for a war. He has to check his, his, his army. Can this army deal with this opposition? If they cannot, then he has to better quickly send a note. That Charlie, we are not fighting again. We are sorry. We won't fight again. Quickly, before there's a disgrace. When preparation is not taken serious, mockery becomes your companion. Why do you get angry? When people tell you the truth, actually, it's been a long time. Like things are not happening around you. Then you're angry. What do you mean by that? I know what God has said over my life. You're not prepared. Can I say something to you? A person who lives a prepared life takes criticisms as part of preparation. A person who does not have preparation as a daily living, criticism, hush, stirs up anger. Go further, slap or follow. Proverbs 16, verse 1. Let's go there. That's my final scripture. Of course, we read already. People of God, I don't want to see you December 2020 the way you are now. If I see you that way, I will not pray against any demon in your life. There's only one demon that I'll pray against. I'll make sure the oil, I cook it just to kill that demon. That has been a demon worry I never knew. Just now I've discovered it by December 2020. That demon, not by laying on hands, pouring of our jungle. That demon is you. The preparations of the heart belong to man. Do you get it? 
but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So when it comes to wise outcome, desired outcome, is God's job. But man's job is to prepare. God don't come and do your own for you. The preparation of the heart belongs to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Everybody likes the glory but don't like the cross. And that is where you saw Christ brought out what we just shared. That was the whole thing there. See, if, you, if you're not ready to hate your wife, your children, this is amazing. God said love everybody but when it comes to of discipleship, what it means is this. You cannot place anything above me. I stand there. Nothing. Do you get the whole idea? If you don't hate your wife, hate your children. Do you get what I'm saying? They must not take his place. He's called Alpha. He must be the Alpha. Nobody else. Nothing. It must be it. The cross is necessary for the glory. You don't want the cross, forget the glory. As long as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest will not cease. But before you sow, prepare the land. It's my prayer that God will give us the grace. The grace to heed to the demands of preparation in the name of Jesus. Anytime I, I see great men and I have the privilege to ask them, I ask them questions that say, please, how did you come here? I want to know the preparation for the story. I want to know the cross behind this glory. At Shiloh this year, Papa was preaching and, and he was preaching on fasting. And there was a year in his life, he fasted the whole year. When he was talking, he was coughing blood. Remember he stood? In his days in Kenya University, he fasted virtually throughout his period in school. And it got to a time that his back and his front, there was no difference. You couldn't tell, except the head that would make you know. This one is front, this one is back. There are ministries that prayed and fasted for two years. No wonder the results. You can't beat it, people of God. Favor must meet a prepared vessel as favor will be wasted. Oh, preparation. Is it powerful something? No? Preparation. Only prepared people sniff opportunities. When you're not prepared, opportunity will pass you by, you'll greet it and go. The opportunity is your next step to your glory. But because you're not prepared, you can't tell this is an opportunity. Prepared people See every opportunity as opportunity. There's no small opportunity, no big opportunity. Prepared people. The unprepared is blind to opportunities. Can you imagine God being prepared? Oh my God. Yesterday we were told something very interesting about God's plans. Could it be that the delay of Elizabeth's birth was because of Mary God had to work it out to make sure that the forerunner comes before the main person so because of destiny 
Somebody looked like it was delayed. Even Jesus needed somebody to prepare, and he had to also prepare. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. <laughs> Preparation is not palatable, I'm telling the truth. It's, it's not. It's not. I've been dreaming of having six packs. I've gotten the instructor's number. He said he does home services. He'll come to your house and teach you. So he gets six packs. I've not called him. One morning, I woke up. I said, no, this thing must go. It must go. So let me start with jogging around my house. Then I'll move from, from my house to the area. And from the area, you get it. At that morning, Vim, just walk. Day one, day two. Hmm. I didn't do it again. One day, I, said, ah, I used to do 100 push-ups every day. Let me start again. Brethren, I did five. Try, I got to nine. When I did the ten, I said, No, you have to start small, small. Start small, small. I've not done it again. No. I love what I see. What I must do is a challenge. You love the prophecies, it's beautiful, it's glorious. But you don't like what you must do to be positioned for that to happen. If I want to pray for Pastor Dave, all right? Normally, he will kneel down. Yeah. So if you kneel down, uh, because he's taller than me. And you know that according to what the word of God has said, the greater blesses the lesser. By reason of our function in this church, I'm the greater. He's under me. By reason of function. In the rest of the spirit, we have our different levels. Now, if I want to pray for Pastor Dave, Pastor Dave now, Pastor Sofo, please stand up. We're doing an experiment together. Please go and stand at the entrance where Madam Nye is standing. And I'm supposed to pour oil on him. I'm going to pour oil on you. You shall be a great man of God. In the name of Jesus. Then he's there. Amen. Amen. I want to pour oil. He's just there. Amen. Amen. The oil, I'm holding the oil. He's standing there. Would the oil touch him? Don't touch him. Now, the oil is supposed to be that element that should bring to that greatness. But there's something he has to do. He has to move from that place and come to me and then kneel down and I pour the oil. Pastor Dave, moving from that place is called preparation. Stand up, sir. That's all we are saying. So until he moves and comes and even have the humility to kneel down, the oil will not touch. No oil. Prophecy has become artwork on the wall of his imagination. You know, they've told me that I'm going to be preaching everywhere in the world. They've told me. When did they tell you? Ten years ago. Why are you not in it? God's time is the best. Most times, eh, when you say God's time is the best, you have no idea what you're doing. You, eh, 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 eh. God's time is when you are ready. I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I have sat down. I've, mommy, I've thought about it. Son. I realized that. Because mm. I've watched some things I've seen in my small life. How I went to some places 
and the place was linked to some place that I went to. And that day I didn't want to go. I was tired. I won't go. But like, go, go. Then I went. When I went, then from there, I went. I went. And I've been wanting. But look at something. Preparation. Let me show you something. I was taught by a great man that there's no small crowd and big crowd. As long as they are saints, they are redeemed by the blood. They are God's precious vessel. Treat them. Minister to them like you're meaning the whole world. With the whole of your heart. That word was a preparation too. So when I went to a place, there were five people. Kai! I lose my voice there. Not knowing in that five people was one man. One man who would be serving Pharaoh. Who would tell Pharaoh that I can interpret dreams. I get no idea. Preparation.